Welcome to Network Collective. In this short take, Russ and I are going to discuss network things you should learn in 2019. So as you prepare your learning plan for the new year, what are some things you should put on your list? Stay tuned. So Russ, we are always talking about learning here on Network Collective. That's really what we're about, learning and community. So what are some things that folks in our community who are network engineers should think about learning in the upcoming year? Well, I think the easiest and the simplest and the one that everybody's going to agree with is a scripting language. <laughs> you mean I have to become a coder? Really? You're going to tell me that too, Russ? <laughs> you know better than that, Yvonne. <laughs> I separate coding and scripting in my head, so no. But learning a scripting language, I think, is really important. Uh, uh, Python or, well, Python. Or maybe Python. Yeah. I mean, really, if you want to do scripting, Python is the place to start. Um, the other thing that you should really consider wrapping your brain around is something like YAML um, and maybe JSON, because those are common um, data inputs for a lot of uh, automation tools. Yeah. Um, and it, it allows you to have structured data. So those are, those are some things you should really consider. Um, and part of the value of learning something like Python is understanding those concepts. What, you know, how, how do you loop through a series of actions? Um, how do you create this combinational logic? So I want to do this and this or that. And how does all that work? So when, when, you, when you set out to learn any scripting language, it's going to teach you a lot about those logical constructs that um, exist throughout all of computing, not just networking, but, but any discipline you might want to consider. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, it might be helpful to learn Yang, but that's really kind of around the YAML area and just networking automation in general, like how to use salt stack or how to use Ansible or whatever the case is, whatever your choice of poison is. Uh, in fact, go figure out all of them to some degree, just so that you kind of understand what they are. Even if you don't learn them all and how to use them, at least you know what they are. So you can talk about it to somebody because you don't want to sound like an idiot when somebody says salt stack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, even if you don't become the resident expert in that tool, you'll you'll be able to converse in it well enough to move a project along or yep. talk to a peer that has uh, more in-depth skills but may not understand exactly what you want to accomplish. Um, I know I worked in an environment where we had a, uh, I had a peer who was a really solid scripter, knew, um, knew Python really well, knew automation tools really well. Um, and so I could sit back and say, okay, now what we need to do is crawl the network and pull in all this data from our networking devices. And then I need to see the results in this kind of format. And then he would run off and a few hours later, he would come back and go, hey, how does this look? Um, and so, you know, you need to have enough knowledge to at least be collaborative, um, even if you are not the person that's sitting down and actually cranking out the code. Yep. And speaking of collaboration, I think personally, and I say this all the time, so this is going to be on my list again for 2019, is to learn something about software development paradigms and programming languages, not just scripting, but C, C++, something like that, and software development par paradigms like GitHub, release schedules, things like this. 
And the reason I always argue for this is because, hey, what runs on top of your network? Oh, that's an application. And those applications are built in these software programming languages using these paradigms. What is lean agile? How does all of that work? What is a scrum process for a lean agile shop? So that you begin to understand a little bit, you can converse with the software development people who are within your company or outside your company and say, hey, wait, I'm running the network. What can I do to make your life easier? Or what can I help you with and put it in the terms that a programming person, a coder, a programmer would understand. So I actually think that's kind of an important skill to have. Again, I would see this as less than Python, like I would expect you to be less of an expert than in this as Python, but it's still something that would be really good to learn. Yeah, and really what I think we're going to see is the theme of this conversation is that um, we need to look beyond our particular discipline and and broaden our skill set a bit. So yep. we talked about a couple of, of more technical skills like um, software development, um, scripting, and, and automation tools. Um, are there other, uh, you know, air quotes, soft, less technical things skills. that folks, yeah, should, should learn? Squishy skills. <laughs> Sorry. The skills that you think about when you pick up your stuffed animal. No, 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 no. Or your hedgehog. <laughs> My daughter's yeah, have so, um, so one of those is, is interviewing skills. You just never know when you're going to be in a position or you're going to get an opportunity um, and uh, you're going to need to discuss what you've done. So part of that is keeping an updated resume, but the other is uh, learning to talk about uh, what you've accomplished and what you can accomplish and uh, what, what you know. And really for a lot of us who are technical folks and spend our days doing technical things, we like for our work to speak for itself and we don't always do the greatest job communicating our abilities. So that's something that um, we can all stand to improve on. In fact, I would go the other way as well and say learning how to interview better. Oh, I saw this article, I think it was on Free Code Camp or someplace this week, talking about how to manage the interview process when your interviewer doesn't have a clue. I thought that was pretty hilarious. But I fear that it is true quite often that as technical people, we don't like these soft skills, you know? We tend to be the hedgehog. We want to curl up in our little ball and have our little needle sticking out, and we don't want to deal with people too much. Um, so... We don't tend to think about, we need to be better at interviewing. We need to figure out, hmm, if I am a network engineer and I'm interviewing somebody for my team, what is it I really want to know they know how to do? And that's very hard. And how do I get to that? So I think interviewing skills on both sides is really, really important. Um, skill to have. Always in demand. Yep. And, uh, and something we talk about a lot here, we actually are building an entire series of this in our member content, um, is communication skills, speaking, writing, how to get your ideas across, um, from everything from a basic email to standing up in front of a room full of people and um, sharing an idea. So those are, those are always things that you can work on. And um, writing skills, like the best way to learn to write is to write. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and to read, yes, but to write, yes, go practice speaking the same way. I mean, organize a little thing in your shop 
where you're going to go teach somebody, teach the people on your shop some new thing that, hey, I know, organize a teaching class for a scripting language in your shop. Or work on your documentation, right? Yeah, like right. you can kill two burns with one stone there. Document a new solution or a new environment and then pass that off to somebody. Give it to both a technical colleague and then maybe to a manager or somebody on a different technical team and get some feedback about uh, whether it's understandable, what's clear, what's unclear, where do you need to provide more context, where have you just used more words than you need. Um, so a, a lot of that. Uh, can be done, you know, as part of your everyday work. That's right. And a great skill to learn here in this process of speaking and writing is to learn to take criticism without taking it personally. I That is so, so hard when you first start writing or speaking. It's why a lot of people quit writing and speaking quick, pretty quickly is because they get a lot of negative feedback and they shut down and say, oh, I, I'm done. I'm no good at this. And so... Learn to take the criticism. It's okay. Yep, yep. And, um, and, and really another thing that is always helpful is um, uh, understanding the business a little bit better, better in your organization. So that could be everything from, you know, understanding how um, the company you work for actually makes money. Do they create a product that they sell or do they provide a service or um, – are they, is their income, does it mostly come from government? Does it mostly come from private citizens? Um, and understanding those things. And then also understanding your, your budget cycle, because the budget cycle will impact IT spend and it will impact the rhythms of how you do your job. Um, and when you understand the budget cycle within your org, you can plan accordingly and, um, I know for some of us in our organizations, there will be a period of the year where, okay, we've not spent all of our budget, we need to spend it, or they're going to take it away next year. And uh, whoever has their quotes ready at that point in time, whoever gets to the money quickest gets it. And so you can, you can learn that process and um, advance some initiatives that are important to you. Right. And in the same way, think about things about your business like data flow. Where is the data coming from? Where is it going to? How do applications use it? What's the top line? What's the bottom line? Where does the business have a return on investment? And how can IT play a role in those things? I think those are really, really important skills for any engineer, network engineer to have. Because, you know, we always complain that the business people don't listen to us. Maybe that's because we're not talking to them about things they care about. <laughs> Well, and when you understand what makes your organization profitable, it will help you understand which product projects are going to bring the most value to the business. Yep. So, you know, if you're solving a problem and improving a process that isn't going to impact the bottom line, nobody's going to care. And so you, you have to figure out how what you want to do is going to make the organization more successful. If yep. you can do that, it will be a much easier sell. Yep, that's right. And so in this same area, since we're talking about a lot of things where we're talking about working with other people, maybe teamwork skills are really important. <laughs> yep, very important. And I continue to learn how um, 
ill-equipped so many of us are to work on a team. What, what constitutes a healthy team? How do we deal with conflict? How do we, how do we structure our organization so that uh, we can get the most out of our people? Um, and for me, the, there are a couple books that have been really instructive. Uh, one is The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Jim Lincoln, I think is how you say his last name. And then also Team of Teams by General Stanley McChrystal. Both of those books are just foundational um, works on how to build and be part of a healthy team. And you just can't underestimate the, the value of a healthy team over just about any other quality. I believe a, a healthy team with moderately skilled people will perform significantly better than a very dysfunctional team with uh, more gifted people. Um, that, yeah. That's my belief. So um, really, if you want to get the most out of your org, yeah, you and you should go out and get to know the people on your team this year. Make it a point. I've gotten several emails already from people I've known in the past who've said, hey, let's go have lunch. That's a great thing. Let's go have lunch. Let's sit down and talk over a donut or whatever it happens to be, um, a coffee or I don't know, whatever you want to do in the afternoon or in the morning. And I know this is hard for remote people. And I think we as network engineers tend to be much more, again, hedgehogs. We like to have our little stickers out there and, and not be around people. And so this is very hard for us. Um, and even as remote, though, you've got to say, well, let's just jump on Zoom together and talk about whatever. It doesn't have to be a project necessarily. Just talk to people and be, um, be much more just interactive with your team. Uh, as an example, I used to, when I was in Cisco Tech, I had a candy drawer on my desk. And it was bribed people to talk to you is what I'm hearing. That's exactly right. And so it was really, really cool because lots of people would drop by my desk to grab candy and then I would get to know who they were. And then if I had a problem I couldn't solve, I knew everybody and I could go find someone who could solve that problem or help me solve that problem or teach me how to solve that problem or whatever the case might be. So, yeah, I mean, don't be above putting candy draw on your desk. <laughs> And you don't have to have the, all the answers. You just have to know where to get the answers. That's exactly um, right. That's yeah. A, yeah. And, and that's a maturity in our thinking as we grow. Uh, you just can't know it all. So finding the people who do yeah, um, is a is. big part of the battle. Yeah. What else, Russ? Anything else on your list? Well, you know, maybe marketing basics. I put that on the list here, but I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Yvonne? Knowing how to market something. That seems to go back to communication skills to me, though, to a large degree. Yeah, I mean, that's understanding what, how what you're doing is going to bring value to somebody else and communicating it to them uh, within their mental framework, right? What, how, what, here's how what I want to do is going to help you. And if you yeah. can craft a message like that, you will, um, you'll be able to get much more done. Yeah, I think so. I agree. All right. Well, that was good. Cool. We know what we're yep. going to learn in 2019. You have your learning plan laid out in front of you there, Yvonne. Should I check at the end of the year to see if you actually did it? Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks Quiz for joining me. us. Just yeah, just check you. Okay. Um, well, thanks for joining us on this Network Collective Short Take, and we'll see you next time on the short on the Network Collective. Uh, just remember to come by the website on a regular basis and check out our membership area if you're not already a member, because we have a great 
awesome Slack. We have a lot of really good conversation on the Slack on technical and non-technical things. It's a lot of fun. The community is awesome. You should really come and join us at the Network Collective.